we are live. Hello, Merrick. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. I'm on a train at the moment, so if, if the audio is bad at times, okay. that is why, but yeah. Okay, no problem. Um, I think we can start in a few minutes just to let the people join. For sure, for sure. What are you up to today? Um, nothing. Today is my last day, so. Nice, man. Because, like, I had training, like, very hard training yesterday with, um, well, you're gonna see it in my video, my next video. Okay, bro, don't spoil it then, don't spoil yeah. it. Okay, okay. And then, and then you're, man, how's your English so good if you're from, um, what, what country are you from again? I'm sorry. Guatemala. But I've, Guatemala. Yeah. Um, right. I grown up here and I went to uh, a speak a English speaking school so I see. Yeah. Right on man. Uh, Alright. You wanna just just crack on with this then? Uh, yeah. Yeah? Alright, let's do it, man. Uh first question, just like what first comes up to your mind, like the first tip you would give it to a kid who's starting Mm -hmm. Bro, that's that's a that's a good question. I would just say the the most important thing is is to obviously enjoy it, right? So yeah. you, you need to you need to find a love for the game first because if you don't if you don't enjoy the game at a young age, you're not going to go far with it. You'll you'll try something else, right? So so just enjoy. You know, I I played with my brother a lot. Um, maybe you play at school with your friends. Just enjoy it. Find something you like about it. Yeah, I agree totally. Agree. Um, and then just talk like a little bit about like what the sacrifice it takes to be a pro. Yeah, man. I mean, like there's lots of uncertainty. So, for example, me right now, I'm on that journey to becoming a professional, um, to get my second contract. Thankfully, I have signed a, a contract before, but. But um, football is an unforgiving game. You're never, you're never, you know, just because you reach that professional level once, it doesn't mean that it's guaranteed. So um, at the moment, um, uh, I just had an unsuccessful trial. You know, there, there are some things that happened which, which were potentially out of my control. But um, now I've had, now I've had, the last few days have been very really uncertain. There's been a lot of time spent on WhatsApp, you know, talking to coaches, talking to agents. Yeah. I took a train to the city. I thought that I'd have something in that city, and then I didn't. So now I'm on a train heading to another city, packing my bags all the time, spending a lot of money, being away from my family. So um, there's so many things that, that go into it, but uh, it's, all, it's all part of the sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. I personally have experienced that like at a young age because I have left 
Um, because like trials are going in the city and not where I live, I have mm-hmm. to go and I have gone like for one week. Um, just with my like people, my mom knows, so I stay there. Right, I see. I see. Yeah, man, it's it's difficult. It's not an easy easy journey. If it was, everyone would do it. Yeah. Um, your idol growing up, uh, person. You yeah. Washington. I mean, I I would say I I I didn't grow up in a football culture really. I grew up um, in Canada, so I I didn't watch. I played a lot of football from a young age, but I didn't watch it at a very young age. But um, I would say the player that made me really fall in love with the game was was Gerard CVG. Um, in terms of players, I try to you know idolize now. It would be players like. Spinot Sola, Alexander Arnold. These are all players in my position that I think I can, I can learn a lot from. That have a lot of individual quality. Um, they express themselves, and yeah, there's a lot I can take from them. So, yeah. Good. Um, the like the amount of hours you put in of work, uh, maybe a day, or um, each week. Ah, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Like it really depends, right? So right now I'm on trials, so um, I'm not I'm not putting in as much work as I usually would. But um, I'm I'm you know traveling. I, I want to make sure my body is is not fatigued at all for the trials. But um, I would say a typical day in the off season, um, I'm I'm training with with a group of players or maybe on my own for one and a half hours to two and a half hours. Um, and then, just a second. Sorry about that. And then, um, doing potentially an hour to two hours in the gym. Just um, I'm coming back from an injury, so a lot of stuff to make sure my body is, is staying strong and I'm not getting injured again. Yeah. Um, what I'm very interested on is how do you find the these trials like. Mm-hmm. Have a specific way to find them. Or? Yeah, I mean, so, so, a lot of it, like you'll see when you get older, but it's just, it's just about like meeting people and, and and lots of people. Um, even not even not even meeting people in real life. Sometimes it's just through through social media, right? Like how we've met each other. But yeah. Um, so a lot of it is just meeting people and then talking. Um, they give you an idea. They, they say, oh, I know this person. Message them. Things like that. Or um, there's also social media platforms like LinkedIn, WhatsApp. Um, these are all great ways to try and get into touch with uh, with clubs. So um, it's a real mix. Uh, my, my trial I was just at, it came about through a coach who who had contacts at the club, an old coach of mine. So, so it, it really depends on your situation. Uh, you're, like, where did you make it pro, and where do you think like is the best place to start uh, trying to be a pro? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I signed my first contract in Germany um, with Energy Cottbus, uh, for me, I have a I have a European passport. My mom is from Ireland, so um, 
it, it makes things quite easy for me to go play in in Europe. Um, but I know players that, that are dead set on, on making it pro in Europe and they don't have a European passport. So that's very difficult for them. So I think it's all about um, being, being self-aware, uh, realizing where, you know, where things are favorable for you. Um, I think speaking the language of the place you're going to is also something useful. So, you know, because you speak Spanish, maybe going to Mexico or Spain or a country where you feel like you belong is, is definitely um, a good option. And then, of course, uh, trying to make it in your home country is, is also a good option. But, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I was, I saw a live last day, and I saw they were talking about, like, make uh, yourself, um, like, famous, I would say, in your country, mm-hmm. and then go on and play to, an, with, to another country. Yeah, no, I, I think it's true. I think it's true. I think, I think there's players that I know that that um, they instantly think, oh, I want to go abroad, I want to try something new, I want to go to a new country. But they haven't, they're not even playing in the best league in their own country. So it's like, yeah. that, that mentality is very backwards. Um, you know, sometimes, sometimes there, there are cases where, where you've just been overlooked in your country. My boy, Callum Weir, okay? This guy has just hopped on the live here. But he's a great example of this. So he comes from a, uh, a city in Canada called the Yukon. And... And in this country, or in this city, sorry, you have nothing but snow and animals. And it's a very, like, this place is just not a good place to, to play football. So he has been overlooked um, his whole life in Canada. So for him, in, in that situation, he didn't even get the chance to, to move up the ranks in Canada because there were no yeah. opportunities nearby to him. So um, for him, it made sense to go abroad. Um, but it really depends on your situation. So, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and um, I think like if you have opportunities, uh, good opportunities to go play abroad mm-hmm. uh, or things like that, you should definitely take them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, I agree. Um, how did you adapt to a new culture? I mean, you just have to have to be yourself, like in order to 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 get on with everybody um like even if you don't speak the language just be nice be be helpful um you know when when you're going out to train um bring the equipment um give everyone a handshake and and smile at them these kinds of things like uh, these kinds of things Uh, almost done. Okay. I'm just gonna. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna keep talking then, because I don't think this lady's planning on stopping. Um. So yeah, I think. I think just being yourself and being a good person, even if you don't speak the language. Um, helps a lot, so I would just Oh yeah. 
Let's keep cracking on, mate. Let's, let's hear what you got. I think this lady's almost done. She's almost done. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Different differences from football Yeah, man. It, it's. Um, I, I honestly think there's there's lots of good players in Canada. So I wouldn't say the technicality, like the technical ability between the players, is much different. Um, I honestly think like that's a top player technically in Canada and a top player technically in Germany. Um, it's, it's very similar. So, um, I would say it's just the, the mentality, um, uh, the, the intensity of the, of the game in, in Europe is just a lot higher. The, um, one thing I noticed, uh, coming over here, um, when you lose a ball, everyone goes and wins it back immediately. Whereas in, in Canada, I was back in Canada with a few of my mates training and stuff, and it was just, just getting on my nerves. Um, you, when they players in North America lose the ball, they, they put their head in their hands and they're, they're feeling sorry for themselves. Whereas in Europe, they just go and win the ball back. Um, other than that, I'd say the physicality, um, the speed of the game is a lot higher. You know, everything is just a little bit better. But um, yeah, I would say those are the main things. Yeah, my cousin went to Sevilla. They called him up uh, to the youth side mm -hmm. there. And he also said like that the game is like much more rapid because here in Guatemala the game is pretty slow. Mm -hmm. Um and it's and I also have heard that in the United States it's more like physical than in Europe. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think I think it really depends on the level you're playing at in, in each country, but at the top I think that's a fair assessment, yeah. Um just, uh, can you talk a bit of your experience in a Bundesliga side? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll be honest, it, it was not the the best experience for me simply because I I didn't play matches um, too too often because of the pandemic, and um, in my second Bundesliga club um, there was a, a bit of a situation which I prefer not. Essentially, um, you know what happens in football when yeah. when you get to, to older years, you you have a bit of a falling out with the manager. Um, sadly, that happened with me. But um, what I will say is that testing yourself against top competition, um, week in and week out, is is incredible. It, it's it's so good for your development, and and that was definitely the best um, the best part of playing in the Bundesliga for me because it. Uh, it, it really helped me to to just go for that next that that next level because in North America you have um, only so many good teams in each league. Like I feel like the, the disparity of quality is a lot yeah. bigger. So whereas in, in in Germany in the under nineteen Bundesliga every single match is, is just a huge challenge and and there's a lot on the line. So. Um, that was definitely the best experience, that consistency for, for each match, you know, being a, a very difficult, challenging match. Yeah, and I think we're seeing, like, uh, the 
MLS growing a bit because I think a few years ago it wasn't as good as it's now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree, man. Should, do you want me to answer this question or should we keep going with your questions? Uh, this one from the comments. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can answer okay. it. Okay, yeah. Um, I'll say that not getting playtime, um, it definitely did, didn't make me less confident, mainly because um, it wasn't really like the pandemic. This obviously didn't affect my confidence since it wasn't really in my control. I knew that. I, you know, it, it, I didn't lose sleep over it. It was disappointing, but I didn't lose confidence over this. Um, and then the second situation where I had a bit of a falling out with the manager, um, you know, I would say that affected my confidence more. But you just have to remind yourself in football that it's a game of opinions. So the manager that brought me to the club absolutely loved me as a player. You know, he told me all these things about how he saw all this potential in me and he really wanted to develop me into a great player. And just having people believe in you like that um, really gives you the confidence. So you just have to recognize that in football it's a game of opinions. Some people will rate you, you know, terribly low. Some people will really love you as a player. You just have to understand that, you know, opinions they they they, they differ so it, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not a big deal I, uh, heard, yeah. I heard the same from a football player from biden help mm-hmm. and he said the same way he said if he didn't understand that football was a game of opinions he wouldn't have reached that level mm-hmm. exactly exactly and, and it, it's so true it's so true um I really want to know, like, what's the purpose of your YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it started as me documenting my, my return to, from an injury, um, adductor tendinopathy. So, the thing with adductor tendinopathy is that um, it's, it's really an injury where, where there hasn't been many, like, too many cases of it. Like, when you get an MCL, like, tear or whatever it's obviously a, a bad injury yeah. but but it's um the the return the you know path to recovery is quite straightforward and it's been done a lot of times right so doctors have a lot of experience with it whereas adductor tem- tendinopathy um is something which isn't too common and it um it, it divide like doctors have had have had lots of different opinions on it so um for me it was just a very difficult place and um, I wanted to, to A, um, inspire people to just show that like no matter where you are, you can, you can come back, you can, yeah. you know, with consistent work, you can get back to a good place. Um, I was in a very kind of low place when I started it all. Um, and, that was, and from there, it's kind of just progressing to me documenting my, my trial journey, documenting my, my road to my second contract. Um, you know, I, I personally watch a lot of football YouTubers. I find it really valuable. I watch, you know, yep. Become Elite, Seven MOC, Brandao. Uh, I don't know. Those those are my favorites. But there's so many good football YouTubers, and I think that it's really valuable as a young player. Um, I wish that I watched more than when I was your age. So if I could help any young players, which which I have, thankfully, I've gotten some messages from people um, saying that I've helped them. And honestly, like that's kind of the main purpose of it. Yeah, good, good. Um, how did you stay motivated in like uh, in your injury? Because I had have a little injury, uh, but it wasn't uh, uh, that big. But I want to know what what stayed. 
Yeah, man. It's it's tough to be honest. It's tough. I'll be honest and say, there was a period, probably the first month or two during this injury, where I wasn't able to do anything except rest, and and it was very hard to find motivation. Um, uh, uh, yeah, it was difficult, and and I would say the the most important thing for, to help me find that motivation again was um, realigning myself with my faith. So I'm a Christian, um, and, and and I. At that time when I was down, I, I sadly kind of distanced myself from God. I, I stopped reading the Bible. I stopped praying, and and that led me down to a dark place. So, if you if you find something that just that you like a rock, so if it's your faith, if it's your family, for me it's also my family. You you need something bigger than you. If it's your, I don't know. For me, it's my family and my faith. So so that that's bigger than me, and and. And I can't stop because of those things. So that, that, that helped me get motivated again. Uh, can you answer this question? Yeah. Do you believe that if you were injury-free, could you have performed better during the trials? Um, yeah, yeah. I totally think I could have. Um, you know, there, there were a few moments during the trial where I realized, like, oh, this is something I, no I wouldn't normally do. So, for example... Um, I I got the ball quite a few times and I'm cutting inside onto my right because I've injured I've injured the the it's a right groin but when I cross with my left it hurts so I notice that when I get the ball out wide and I'm one v one instead of taking the man on down the line I, I I was tending to come inside more because that saves me the the potential pain of putting in a cross on my left and there's no pain with it anymore but it's just that the, my body's a little bit uncertain with it so. I would say there's, I definitely would, would have performed better, but I would say, again, we're talking about four or five actions at, you know, during a two-week trial. Um, like physically, my, my top speed, my fitness was all up to par. My, my brain for the game, that's always there. So I would say, yes, I would have performed better, but not by a whole lot. Good, good. Yeah, and like recently, uh, I wasn't playing as well, and um, I have noticed. I don't know what happened. I think we're gonna wait a second. I think Kyle, Kyle lagged, but I think okay. Yeah, he left. Um, let's see if he joins again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think he came from train ticket. Um, I think we can get someone. See if we can get him on again. Okay. Um. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys enjoying uh, these lives? Um. Oh. There he is. Wait. 
Yeah. We're trying to fix this. Yeah. I invite you over here. Sorry, boss. Can you hear me? Are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry about that. The, the lady wanted to see my ticket, but we're good. Uh, now we're back. Yeah. Good, good. Um, I wanted to ask you, how do you, how did you get those partners to train? Um, and how did you organize the sessions um, with partners that maybe are not in the same position? I see. In in Canada, you're talking about. Um, yeah, yeah, like yeah. my group yeah my, okay yeah yeah um well what's it thankfully um i've lived in in canada for a lot of years so i've kind of built some friendships of guys that i've played with in the past that have also uh went on to to play for for good teams and um the city i come from in canada victoria there's a lot of, there's a lot of good players in victoria the city i come from in canada so um Lots of guys have pushed on to play in good at good levels. So, um, yeah, just just networking with with friends, with old friends, asking friends to bring their friends, um, sending messages through Instagram, WhatsApp, you you know, just trying to bring a bunch of guys together. And then um, once we had kind of done a few sessions, it kind of became like uh, there was a kind of a core group that that the people that wanted to come train. So we just stuck with that group, and yeah. Um, there's another question there. Uh, in your recovery days, what do you typically do? Passive recovery or active recovery? Oh, oh, oh. What's going on, mate? Uh, um, Alright, you're back, yeah? I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. Uh, there's a question. Do you see it or do you want me to... Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in your recovery days, what do you typically do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see it, I see it. I'll get to that, okay. In my recovery days, it's a good question. Um, right, so right now, for example, um, is a recovery day for me because I'm traveling the whole day. Um, so this is a passive uh, recovery day. But typically, I, I do like to do um, active recovery days, uh, like really, really light stuff. So you may have heard on my channel, I, I speak about how I'm not the biggest fan of ball mastery or or things where you're yeah. you're not thinking and making decisions, but I actually think those kinds of things on, on active recovery days are really good simply because you're, you're not really t putting much demand on your body. You're standing in the same spot. You're um, getting lots of little touches on the ball. Um, I think it's a good way to just keep, keep your feeling for the ball, um, keep your connection with the ball while, while staying kind of in a, in a state where you're not sprinting around and, and, and yeah. really tiring yourself out so I, I prefer active recovery yeah me too because like I'm used to doing a lot of work during the day um, mm -hmm. so I think like not doing anything is kind of I don't know what to do yeah um, but yeah and I wanted to ask you um, why uh, when did you discover like the YouTube community and start watching these these people? It's a good question. I think 
I think three years ago, I started watching Become Elite. And then from Become Elite, I started watching like Sheldon Sweetie, Brandao, yeah. all these all these guys um, through like the recommended, you know. I, I finished the Become Elite video and then it started suggesting to watch all these other football YouTubers. And uh, yeah, I got into all of them, I'd say two to three years ago. I I I only started like taking care of my body in quarantine because I discovered like this community come and lead Connor mm. Keith. I don't know if you uh, know him. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. He's good, yeah. But, Sweden, um, right? Sweden. I really started like yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Sweden right now. Um I just started to learn um a lot of like this and now like two years uh, from now I I know like a lot of uh, sometimes I cook, I cook myself, and mm -hmm. I think like the quarantine uh, really helped me discover um, these types of things that I should do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bro. I, I think I think that's the beauty of YouTube. Like, um, lots of kids have 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 free time. Even um, I don't recommend it, but like in school, even. Um, two years ago, I was watching YouTube videos when I was, you know, bored in lessons, and, and you can learn a lot of things from these videos. So I think it's definitely um, a good little thing to, to to do in your free time, and the videos are also very entertaining. So it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, and I think like uh, most of the time, I learn a lot, like in my journey, what I have done and what I should have done. Mm -hmm. uh, because I recently saw the Become Elite video about why he cannot go and play for the, in the UK and how he mm -hmm. played in Germany. Um, mm -hmm. Like, you can really understand more of the football world. Yeah, 100%. Like, um, I, I think you can definitely learn a lot about training. Obviously, that's the number one thing. But like you said, you can learn a lot about the visas you need to play in a certain country or... Um, the realities of football, because I think people think that it's all glitz and glamour, you know? Oh, I signed for this club, whatever. I I'm going to sign my second contract. I'm very confident of that. But it's not glitz and glamour, you know? I've been I've been traveling around, taking trains. And maybe a month, a month of travel. Maybe even, maybe even longer. And, um, you know... I I played my first match in I think it was it was nine months. So like, um, it, it's all glitz and glamour. You you go through a lot of um, tough times in order to achieve these things that not everyone sees. So I think it's uh, it's a great way to show the reality of football. Yeah, and um, I think these are all the questions I want to ask you. Uh, just okay. if the audience wants to ask. So more questions and then yeah yeah we're done i think perfect yeah so if you guys have any questions leave them down below listen to my man my man mattis is it mattis or matisse how yeah, are you yeah, saying matisse. it like um like in guatemala mm -hmm. um is very it's very hard for people to pronounce it because it's i my mom is from quebec I see. So, and it's like a typical name, uh, but they always call me like Matias, which is like the Matis of. Ah, yeah, yeah, Guadalupe. yeah. I see. I see. Okay. Oh, we've got we've got one here from my yeah. guy Kyle. Carl, sorry. Big up Carl. My, one of my 
best subscriber. Um, I think it's really important. I think that at the top levels, um, um, I think at the top levels, there's there's lots of moments where, where you're going to be low on confidence. Like I said, I had the moment where um, I had a falling out with a manager and um, you'll be tested mentally. So you're going to have moments where, you know, your confidence is low. You're going to have moments where you don't know anyone. Um, I think something that's not spoken. And I walk into the changing room. Um, all these 20, 20 people I don't know, all, all, look, all looking me in the face, um, you know, and then having the confidence to just go up to every single one of them and just shake their hand, you know, go out on the pitch and do your thing. So I think it's really, really uh, important. I think uh, you can get away with it at the lower levels, but at the higher levels, you, you need it. So um, some, some forms of mental training that I do, uh, visualization, I try and visualize for 10 minutes every day, um, visualize different situations on the pitch, visualize different situations in my life. So visualize myself signing my second contract, um, visualize myself, you know, showing up to the training ground even, showing up to, to see all these new players that, that, I, that um, I'm not familiar with. As I said, that I find the hardest thing is, is walking into the changing room and seeing all these eyes on me. So uh, I visualize that, I visualize walking into the changing room just so I'm familiar with everything that's going to happen. Um, I also think journaling is really good. I think, I, I personally don't practice meditation, but I've heard that meditation can be very useful. So I think it's all about finding something that works for you. Um, I agree because like, um, meditation doesn't work for me. I really, um, if, if I start meditating, I start to sleep because mm -hmm. it's so relaxing. Um, but I like, like uh, just sitting down calmly and talking to myself. And mm -hmm. like you said, we saw this of what's going to happen on the pitch and mm -hmm. um, also in school and everything. Uh, yeah. I have another question right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one's a, a bit of a joke because um, my friend here um, I, is Callum. He's also in Europe. So we chat on the phone a lot in the mornings, um, especially when I've been on trial. I don't have too much to do. I've been talking to him a lot on the phone. But. Um, a, a typical morning routine would be, um, it really depends whether or not I'm in season, but uh, in the off season, I get up and I, I love to just go straight into things head on. So I get up, have a quick bite to eat, and then I go train at the pitch. As you can see in my um, day in the life videos on my YouTube, which if you haven't checked them out, um, but in preseason, so at, or in, yeah, in preseason with the team, you usually have a morning session around 10. So I like to get up beforehand a little bit, um, like seven, seven o'clock, six thirty. Um, just I, I, I feel like rolling out of bed and going straight into a team session. It's something that I don't like to do, so I like to be up a little bit beforehand and uh, just read some of the Bible, uh, watch a bit of YouTube, just chill, get the body and the mind feeling right, get it feeling awake before training. But honestly, my uh, I don't really have much of a routine because it, things are always changing. I, I've been in preseason. I've been. Um, in off season, right now I'm in trials, so it's always changing. But yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, I think that's all. Um, because I don't think anyone else has any questions. Um, unless someone wants to join the live and ask some questions, I don't know. Um,
thank yeah. you, Kyle, for your time. Yeah, of course. Of course. Thank, thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, Matisse. Absolute yeah, legend. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, those of you guys that, that are, are looking to improve as a goalkeeper, especially young players, I think it's really, um, it can be really beneficial to see how a young player your age um, going through the same struggles as you, school, really beneficial in your videos, you're going to school every day, um, which is something that a lot of young players have to deal with. Um, so I highly recommend you check out Matisse's channel and um, check out my channel. And yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in. Yeah, thank Kyle you. Patrick, I'll leave. Thank you for having Bye. me on, man. Hi. Wish you all the best. We'll keep in touch. Thank you. Uh, so guys, hope you enjoyed the lives. Uh, we're gonna do a series of this, hopefully. Um, stay tuned because next one is gonna be one, a good one. See you next time.